I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. The benefits of building a playbook for your business can also be applied to other areas of your life. In this episode, you'll hear how Chris has applied using the product Trainual and building a playbook for how his family operates because balancing family and business life requires the same intention and effort. And for most, becoming entrepreneurs is all about creating a business that fits into your life and not the other way around. This audio is from a guest appearance on the Threshold Leadership Podcast with Dave Inglis. Check out the full episode via the link in the show notes. How does this notion or the principles of a playbook relate to an enterprise like a family? Have you thought about that as all as, a, as an entrepreneur who's really committed to making sure that you're not building a business at the cost of your family, but as you said earlier, using it really as a vehicle to go and invest and create some remarkable memories along the way too. So how does this principle of building a playbook or the intention of it relate to the enterprise of a family? So you may or may not be surprised that I have a trainual account for my family. I was wondering, (laughs) (laughs) so what does it look like? I do actually have one. Uh, and it's funny because we have, you know, we, we have different, uh, like we actually have a nanny, we have some other, you know, vendors and people that, that we want to describe things in, uh, about the family and, you know, the, how, from house maintenance to, you know, schedules to like contact information of, of, uh, other family members or, or preferred stores or whatever that we go to, you know, those are the types of things that, um, that you can document and that you should, if, if you have someone to train. So I'll step back from the actual tactical example, because I know everyone that's listening probably is not using a software to manage their family, but I do not think yet. that the, <laughs> yet, but I, I think that the, the, the critical elements of the playbook is, you know, first we're encouraging businesses to share their values to share their story, their history with any new employees that come into the business. And in the same way, uh, as a family, we have principles and values and a history and favorite vacations and things that make us uniquely who we are. Of course. In the business, we have a, a, you know, in your business playbook, you talk a lot about the people, who's who, and what is each person's role in the business. And it's the same in your family knowing you know who who each of these people are where they fit in and what are their responsibilities you know each of us as a family i think bring different elements to to the family and whether it's my son's chores or you know like what my wife does at the house versus like me emptying the dishwasher and like that's that keeps our marriage uh healthy you know there's there's things like that that it's just nice to to put down in black and white Mm-hmm. So I think I think everyone can apply in some ways the business principles to to your your family. Um, you know, in, in a more macro sense, we have a family planning kind of thing that we do every year, uh, annual planning that I do with my wife, where we, we talk about our goals and we communicate that to the kids. Um, you know, that's that's very similar to a, a goal setting SOP or a communication type thing that you would do in the business. And, uh, and so there are a lot of parallels for sure. Got to, you got to nurture the family and, and, uh, you know, in the same way, it's like good nutrition and, and, uh, you know, stretching and everything for athletics. 
this, the same applies. I have to think through the analogies on the family side, but it's there. <laughs> so when you have, is it fair to say that like when you have standard operating procedures in a playbook, uh, a practice, a way of leading, a way of operating, does that allow you to be more attuned to when the business or when the family is falling out of rhythm or balance a little bit easier? Could you speak to like, I think that's another part of like, yes, you can also get out of the business when you document and start to delegate and build a system. Mm -hmm. But in addition, like, are you able to pick up on when the business is out of balance or the family out of balance easier as a result of having that? Could you speak to maybe in the past, even Chris, whether it's work or, or at home, like when have you realized that there needed to be a new appendix or page added to the playbook <laughs> to support the evolution of the team that you're leading home or or work and i'd be curious if you have a personal example even maybe on the family front like a lot of times as we were mentioning we talk about the good things us coming together as a family and showing the amount that we're investing in those relationships but when have you found yourself struggling with that balance how did you know it and then is that is that a fair comment can a playbook help you pick up on that a little bit earlier yeah so i i, I think when you can pick up on it when the plays are broken, you know, like ha having a, a way that you run the business that is the same week over week over week, you know, for a simple example here, we have a leadership meeting that we run every Monday. And this meeting over four years has been through probably six different formats or evolutions. Mm -hmm. And this past Monday, we were sitting in the meeting and realized that it it feels kind of just uh, like we're all showing up because we're supposed to be there, but we're not getting any real value out of this meeting. And so someone called it out and said, it feels like this isn't as valuable as it used to be. And the the healthy thing, what's amazing is that even though this is in the playbook, it's part of how we run a, it's, it's a system in the business of how we do things every week. You, you need to be able to call out when it's not working. And so now we've got this identified as this is an issue. And in the next week, me and my chief of staff are meeting to, you know, re-engineer this meeting and there will become a new way that we do the, the meeting. And so, so that's a business example on the personal front. My wife and I have been, uh, you know, have always been really dedicated to a weekly date night. And so it's something that, you know, her parents will come over and watch the kids and we go out and, and it's important time for us to connect. And we did it. It's on the calendar for every Wednesday night. But we just bought season tickets to the Phoenix Suns here in Arizona Yeah, uh, because it's a fun thing that I can take my kids to. I take my wife to some games. I take employees to some games and it has totally disrupted all of the date nights. <laughs> and so and so this week I had to decline like 18 date nights on the calendar. And I went over to my wife in the kitchen and I'm like, Hey, I just want, let's, let's talk about this because this system is broken. <laughs> like we, <laughs> Before we, you open your email. <laughs> yeah. We can't have these weekly things because it conflicts with like a game every other week. And a lot of times we're going to something on Tuesday. We're not going to go out again the next night because we want to be home for the kids. And so I think the important thing is you know, is being able to stray from the playbook, actually, you know, like creating a playbook, it, it helps you standardize something that's working. But when the standardization actually results in something being subpar, you need to be able to call that out and change it. And that's, that's the important part. Growing a young family into business well, on both fronts, doesn't happen by chance. Can you share with us a little bit about how you think about navigating 
the intersection of those two? Yeah, so I would say my business model has evolved several times. My first business, my video production company, I started in high school. And so through high school and college, it was work all the time. You know, I didn't know these things. And so I'm, I'm just overworking myself and staying up all night and, and, you know, wasn't yet good at hiring people until I started offloading some of the technical pieces of the business. And it came at the expense of my relationship. I'd, I've been my, with my wife since I was 17. And so oh. she was, so I was dating her through all this time. And there was this one time I remember when she approached me and it was, she was, she was like keeping these feelings inside. And finally she, she brought everything out and she said, uh, I can't be your second priority. You know, like, like the, the business was clearly at that time, my first priority. And I was canceling things on her. I was making promises and, you know, not, not getting home when I was supposed to not making it to her house on time, texting her last minute and saying, can't do this because the business was first priority. And so she gave me this kind of ultimatum that was like, you know, either you're going to rearrange this and figure out how to make me the priority, uh, or I'm out. <laughs> so, so that was like a, you know, a pretty intense moment for me. And that was actually a big catalyst to moving out to Arizona and, and really? us actually getting out of the day to day. And so it kind of it ripped the bandaid off and it forced me to not even be able to go to the business. And so then the next step was we had this little two bedroom apartment. One of the bedrooms was my office. The other one was our room. And she drew strict lines and she said, you've got to set working hours for yourself. And after that hour, you need to go through the door and close the door to the office. And it's not work time anymore. And so she actually trained me and really coached me into that. So that was another huge evolution. And then before we had our first child, it was after the video business had sold. I was starting to do consulting, but it wasn't yet called Organized Chaos. And we had this, uh, this new responsibility on the way that, you know, my first son was, was doing. So we had, a, we chatted about it. Um, she asked me what was, you know, the most stressful we were talking about, is she going to quit her job? Is she going to keep working? What are we going to do? And the business model evolution was, well, we need some consistency of revenue. So let me figure out a way to get some retainer revenue and, and build up a base of instead of just random ad hoc consulting projects, I need a way to make the same amount of money every month. So it's predictable. Mm -hmm. And I did that before my son was born. So now all of a sudden I had predictable revenue every month and could pay myself a consistent salary and hired my first employee. And it was a game changer for the business, but it was inspired by the change in my life. And then, you know, the same thing happened again with, with my second son on the way, which was right when Trainua launched. Right. Yes. We thought, okay, well now with two kids, you know, I, uh, they're getting, uh, the first one's getting older. I want to be able to bring them to school in the morning. I want to be able to go on long vacations. I, I don't want to have to trade time for money. So I don't want to have to uh, make money for the consulting business by selling my time and not be able to go on family vacation. So the first play in 2017 was let's hire other consultants that do, do the workshops. And so I found two other consultants and believe it or not, to train them in the consulting work, I used Trainual to show them how to do my consulting. And so it was like, everything is, is kind of converging and fine. And my wife's like, you know, you should probably work on that software thing. It seems to be a uh, pretty valuable. It's really helping. Yeah. 
yeah and so and so uh so I decided to kind of go all in on that but it was again inspired by the kids so fast forward some of the hacks that that work for me um the biggest one is just putting things on the calendar in advance mm. you know so i have days off scheduled already in 2022 a year out from now just random days off that i'm going to spend as a day with the kids you know like i have uh my son's uh, holiday plays and, and spring field day thing like are on my calendar. And so I know those are going to be like a half day or I'm taking the afternoon off, uh, because I'm going to those events. You know, I know what days are, are half days at the, in the school calendar. And so I make them half days for me too. Why not? I'm, I might as well pick them up at school and, and go home. Um, I mentioned the basketball games we go to, they're all on the calendar. Yeah. Uh, the date nights are all on the calendar. Um, vacations that we schedule the, now the, the, the mountain home we have, you know, all that gets on the calendar before the work commitments and then work fills in around the family time. But if you let the work commitments come first, you find yourself with never enough time for the family. And so that's the biggest act for me. Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe or leave a review and share it with anyone in your network that you think could use the information. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on social at Chris Ronzio on all platforms, and you can find Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. We'll see you next time.